The following show contains spoilers for episode 6 of Survivor 43. Hello again. Hello again. Oh, oh we're, we're going. Oh, hello again. Hello. Hello again. Oh, welcome back to RNG Show. It's a fantasy survivor podcast. We talk about Survivor. Uh, what we're doing today is we're going to talk about the episode. We're going to talk about the points our players earned. And then we are going to draft out a brand new team for each of us. Uh, we hit Yeah, it's the, our redraft episode. Hit the it's middle so of the season. So we're going to have a little bit of a fresh shakeup on our teams. It's definitely not it. the, the middle of the season, but it, uh, it is kind of, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I mean, if you don't count the finale episode, you know, as you do, not. Uh-huh. Like I was saying, uh, yeah, we have an episode to kind of talk about, go over the the pseudo-merge. It's Instead of the merge just happening, the merge is kind of like a process that happens now. It's very weird. Uh, I don't know it's, why it's a thing. It's like, okay, it's not the war, especially now that we've gotten rid of the like hourglass deal. It's not the yeah. worst thing ever. Uh, I think I would like to see it in this format maybe like a couple more times or maybe see it with like uh, a game that started with two tribes instead of three tribes. But either way, um, I have actually been super happy with this episode because I thought like this culmination of everything was almost like exactly what I wanted. Seeing like these three really like tight, teams kind of mesh together and see like which way works out for everyone yeah which characters get along with who and i think uh a lot of it you know went interestingly enough to be fun to watch the the vote itself was pretty straightforward ultimately but (laughs) the way it actually went down was uh about as silly as i would have hoped with this cast Mm -hmm. yeah really it it comes down to like vessi has become a solid group of four people yeah coco is like pretty strong just by like the tribal line but ultimately like ryan is definitely kind of just on the outs there he like doesn't have any good connections even Cassidy is still kind of just like the third person to James and Carla. So they're kind of like a loose clump, but they're still a clump. And then <laughs> Baca is just kind of <laughs> like a mess at this point. Yeah. yeah. A complete like. Because you have like a bunch disaster. of circles where it's like you have, tribe? you have like Ellie in the middle and she's kind of like that primary piece. And then like right next to Ellie is Janine. And that's like a type two. And then you open up the circle a little bit more, and there's, like, Owen, kind of. And then you have Sammy, like, almost working with Owen, but, like, not really. They're just not necessarily against each other. That's the thing. Like, Sammy has no connections to anyone on this tribe. Like, and he then doesn't want to work yeah, with and then there's the like girls. Gabler, who Sammy is, like, working with, but no one He's really like wants to. to... <laughs> He's trying to, like, 
bring him back into the fold, but Gabler is just like, ooh, a grenade! Let me jump on that! Yeah, I think, like, <laughs> right, what Sammy right. really needed was, like, a new mixture of people to form in this merge, and he needed to be able to, like, get together with, like, Ryan, Jesse, Cody, you know, and, like, make a new group of people outside of the tribal lines. But because mm-hmm. the the tribes are staying as like very specific units of people. He can't just go up to another group and be like, Hey guys, can I join you? Because it just won't, (laughs) it won't work. So we still try to do the best with what he has. Yeah. I think after this episode, that's going to open up a lot more, especially because like now with a lot of the like, uh, Baca tribe, very clearly not wanting to work with, ellie it's you know very obvious that they weren't this group and i think now that ellie's gone they can sort of split off and make connections that can you know get them further yeah i almost wonder if it's like a missed opportunity though because some of these people like sammy could have been like hey like i really want to work with you guys like i don't really like the people i've been working with like can we vote out ellie together or something and maybe Mm -hmm. that would just be the sign for like oh okay let's just play an idol on ellie but you know that could have been sammy's opportunity to be like hey i want to work with you guys let's like let's vote out this person here's the proof like we vote them out and now like you can trust me or something could have been like some sort of right now the remaining baka tribe is just kind of like a pile of individual players really yeah. Janine's only ally was Ellie. Uh yeah. Sammy has been playing the middle. I haven't seen Owen interact with like anybody. Mm-hmm. And Gabler Gabler is to Gabler. Noel at the beginning. Noel told him some stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I mean like w- like within his tribe, like he didn't have sure. any strong bonds there. Yeah. I'm just curious if yeah, like the pieces of Baka are like picked up or, you know, if we get entirely new groups or if they just try to like start picking off Baka at this point and like Vessi and Coco try kind of like to work together a little bit because they seem like they were, you know, kind of on the same page here. I think they'll try to pick. I think the bigger groups are going to try to pick up the numbers. I, I I don't see them just getting picked off just by how these people are playing mm-hmm. i would have a really hard time seeing like vessi for instance the vessi four not picking up a, a sammy right if sammy's sure. interested you know yeah i'm really curious to see how the you know the remaining players like approach this newfound batch of, of people and what they do yeah. about gabler yeah and- yeah <laughs> that's that's the other big question mark it's just like Beyond the, like, strategic, like, oh, how do the numbers move? It's like, how are these people going to deal with Hail. the chaos? Because I think, I think like, Gabler is past the point of, like, oh, like, I want to take this guy to the end as a goat. Because, sure, like, if he's in the end, he's probably not getting any votes. But, like, how many opportunities will he have to, like, sabotage your game by saying something, like, dumb that blows up the plan yeah. before you can 
get there. <laughs> Unless right. Gabler, Gabler makes it to the end and he's like, little did you know, I was being the drunken master all along. Like, <laughs> yeah, he becomes <laughs> extremely eloquent and it's just like the most insane long con we've ever seen in Survivor history. <laughs> Guys, I, I'm a heart surgeon. Do you really think that a heart surgeon you know, would... <laughs> Right. Still I, I grew out this beard for Survivor. You think this is what I actually like? You know, keep my facial hair as? That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that is certainly also, an interesting story. Yeah, and it's kind of funny seeing Sammy like constantly trying to like drag Gabler across the finish line of these votes just by being like so against you know wanting Ellie to wanting to let Ellie just like run the show. Mm-hmm. So despite you know his best interests probably or his better you know intuition to not work with gabler he still is like telling gabler stuff because that's his best play to be like to to sort of keep gabler in his reach right to not let him go so crazy that it blows up sammy's game um but not so attached to him that he could that Gabler could take them both down, right? Like, he, Sammy's just, like, telling him enough that he trusts him, that Gabler trusts him more than anyone else. And, yeah, it's I don't know. I I just, I wonder when that's going to completely stop, and maybe it's now because Ellie's gone, or if Sammy's going to try to, like, work that number longer. Yeah, it's an interesting spot where it's like, you know, Everyone, you know, might want to take Gabler to the end, but at the same time, you know, maybe people realize, well, like, you know, Gabler might be taking, you know, a seat there. Or maybe they just try and get out the bigger threats if Gabler is never a threat. But if Gabler just is, like, sabotaging everybody's game and no one can trust him, I could also see people just, like, <laughs> throwing a vote his way. But I yeah. it's, like, it's weird because I don't see anybody, like, really just gunning for Gabler at this point. Uh, especially now that Ellie's gone, but you know, I'd be surprised if he, yeah, because it's like you know, in a way, we almost had this story last season with Marianne, where like after the merge, she was kind of just like at the bottom, just like hanging out. Uh, but she didn't just like be the final three goat, you know. She made some moves and made it all the way to the end. I don't know if Gabler has that same sort of like savvy to him. Yeah, but I, agree. I can also see him just kind of falling under the radar at this point, and just kind of like being a number for whoever is able to best maneuver him. Yeah, because I, I, at this point, the people that the bigger groups are gonna want to target are the strong people from the other group, mm-hmm. right? It, it's gonna be the the Kokovor four versus the Vesi four, and why would you know, let's say, why would Coco want to push out Gabler and potentially isolate, you know, Sammy and Owen from their group mm-hmm. when they could then just turn and say, okay, well, us three, us three Baka boys are going to work with Vessi as long as you don't vote out one of the three of us and we will be your number to vote out Coco. And Vessi's always going to agree to that. Because that's great for them. They still have the numbers over mm-hmm. both in that case. And Baka doesn't lose anyone. And you also so, have... 
like Janine, who's totally alone now, and maybe mm-hmm. like now that Ellie's gone, like maybe like you know start to work together more. Because Janine has maybe. the idol, so in a way, it's like you want to get rid of the idol, but also if it's just Janine, then it's like why bother like voting for her? But mm-hmm. if she keeps it for too long and she stays in the game, then like that idol gets more and more dangerous the farther along you go. Right. So because those idols are kind of like out in the open, I'm curious if those become like a priority to kind of like flesh out. I could out. see that. Yeah. Instead of like targeting, you know, powerhouses right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I yeah, I, I s- still think that there's no way they target anyone from Baka at this point outside of like some weird shenanigans. I think it's going to be the, the two powerhouses going at each other and then Baka sort of trying to maneuver between that. Mm. Yeah. So, um, kind of a big break. We have an episode. There. Yeah. <laughs> episode happened. We, there, there's an episode of survivor. I mean, it's, wow, that, that was all just meta discussion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we have our, you know, our pseudo merge episode here. Uh, no hourglass this time. No Applebee's either. Thank God. Uh, oh. so <laughs> <Sad. Aww>. it's, <laughs> It's kind of nice seeing this twist play out in a little bit of a more, I guess, just like straightforward way without like the hourglass there to make it all like confusing and weird with the, you know, immunity back and forward deal. Yeah. Uh, so I I think it went pretty well, honestly. I thought like we got some interesting strategy out of it. Everyone was like still able to vote. Uh, so it just made like the targets a little less all over the place. <laughs> How, how did you yeah. guys feel about the uh, like pick a side and you know your fate is with them twist that uh, felt kind of toothless and uninteresting to me. Uh, I mean, I, I think, think it was at least fine. better than sending Noel out to an island because <laughs> uh, we've done yeah. this a bunch of times with like reward challenges. I mean, honestly, I am well, okay. I'm happier Here. with Noel just like picking a team to stick with rather than Jeff, you know, like sending her to the hourglass Island or I, even it was one season where like, uh, or maybe that was just 41 where it's like, they send him out to another Island and then they have to go find an advantage out there in a sea of coconuts. Yeah. But like, I, I guess what I'm saying is, did there even need to be a twist? I don't think it well, was really I, I as much of a know. twist as it was. Yeah. Like they just had 13 players and they were ready to merge. <laughs> Right, Mer- merge I, next or last week. <laughs> uh, it's it's fine. I think the other thing to consider is that making her choose also sort of puts some sort of social pressure on her because yeah, you know she like, she's basically you... saying I want to align with, with these, these people. people. I think these people are are. Alternatively, all beefcakes over here, string beans over well, here. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the other thing. It's like I I think ultimately it doesn't matter, but I think that that is part of the reason why they left it up to her instead of like sending her off on her own thing or even like just saying, "Oh, you always win or always lose." Mm-hmm. It's like putting it, giving her the agency there. I think just makes it a tiny bit more interesting than it would be in literally any of the other situations yeah, that and it could she have could been. think about like okay if like a team wins like who do i want to go celebrate with and have like an opportunity to right. socialize with and if i lose yes. like what people do i want to be vulnerable next to yeah right. because if it's you know a bunch of 
I don't know. I don't know exactly if if you're Noel, who you want to be weak with, without really looking super closely at the groups. But maybe if there's someone people are already like wanting to get rid of, it's like maybe you know go join in with that team. Mm-hmm. Which I, I think there there's more thought to it than it just being this like weird arbitrary thing. Um, so I, I think it's I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. Because what if she so she. Let's say, like, the team that won that she picks loses. Then she's, like, sitting next to Gabler and Ryan and, I guess, like, Janine. I don't know. Maybe this wasn't... I guess she was with Dwight. Maybe that's what she wanted. Let's just hang out with Dwight more. Maybe. Uh, Otherwise, you know, Ellie kind of, like, digs her grave in her own way. She, like, tries to make a move where she, like, tells each tribe to vote for the other tribe. She ultimately wants to get rid of James on Coco, but the lies just kind of catch up with her. And even Bach, yeah, even Bach just isn't quickly. happy with Ellie. So pretty much like everybody in the game turns against Ellie. <laughs> yeah, because what happens, right? Ellie says, tells Vessi and Baca that they are going to split votes on James and Cassidy. And then tells Coco that they're going to vote out Cody. And then I don't remember if it gets back to Cody, but I know who is it? Jesse tells Ryan that he was told to vote out Cassidy and James. Mm -hmm. And then Ryan goes to the rest of Coco and is like, all right, (laughs) you know, James is still like, okay, yeah, everyone's still good on Cody. And then Ryan comes up and is like, nah, that's that's she's trying to vote us out and that's when it like instantly blows up and they're like all right well time to vote out ellie yeah yeah it's it's kind of like an interesting case of strategy but i think it really is just like ellie tried to play too hard and it caught up i think if like ellie just if she like wanted to work with vessi i think if she just locked in with vessi and was like all right let's work together and they picked their target and they voted there and they just you know i think the thing is like she tried to tell coco who to vote for rather than just being like oh like what do you guys want to do we want to vote for cody oh that's a great idea mm-hmm. you know because that's like the survivor talk where you just kind of like say yes instead of like imposing the strategy because then they can go tell whoever like hey did you know that ellie's gunning for you yeah what so you know ellie, yeah, she's ellie, just like, ellie thought i think she's just overconfident she just thought she was running circles around everybody and they just... yeah and i mean that's kind of what sammy's been like going on about <laughs> the entire season where he was just like i'm so sick of you know ellie acting like she's so much smarter and just completely outplaying us on every level when you know i'm completely aware of what she's doing and this was just kind of the culmination of all of that i guess reinforcement (laughs) up to this point Mm -hmm. where ellie had never been like challenged on it everything kind of just always went her way for the most part so coming into this she's just like okay i'm going to literally run the entire merge not just like put myself in a good position i'm literally going to orchestrate every single person's vote yeah which you know could have worked if no one else was like playing the game but yeah. they all were. <laughs> she, she's they the only one are. playing the game. Come on. She, don't you know that? 
I guess so. I mean, I don't know how you go into a merch thinking that, but whatever. You do you, I guess. Yeah, because when you think about, like, you know, the people who make those really big, every single person involved, dramatic orchestrations, when it's like Kim Spradlin, Boss and Rob, right? It's like, you either have a bunch of people who just, like, aren't really playing, or, you know, like, thinking back to Redemption Island, and Boss and Rob is, like, very specifically making sure that no one is talking to anybody else by like <laughs> isolating the tribes from each other using a buddy system so no one is ever <laughs> communicating with other people right so it's like when you have the new era of survivor with a bunch of fans and she's just trying to like you know tell everybody what to do they'll just talk to each other and it breaks apart. yeah or even comparing it to like omer from last season with right. the um who was very quiet was, and like who was the who's the big vote that we talked about that he just like totally i wish i could remember i don't remember <laughs> wait hold on we have a we have a dang thing for this it's not gonna tell us oh omer wasn't charged that week <laughs> no 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 but i'll i'll remember but yeah I, I guess like yeah looking at omer's strength his his strong points weren't going and telling every person how to vote it was like subtly suggesting like what direction the vote should go in and help like making the other person think it was their idea and that's wasn't it lydia at the merge it was the lydia vote yeah no it was a lydia vote because i i pogged out despite being (laughs) despite losing a person um but like compared to that vote right where very similarly basically everyone was involved including lydia's ally right in in high and yet our manages to maneuver it in such a way that it doesn't backfire on him at all you know for that vote and everyone's on board because he's you know played it well he played it correctly he played it in like an understated um but calculated way whereas ellie goes in with like this just swagger and confidence that what she says will just happen there's just no nuance to it no subtlety to it nothing yeah so bye <laughs> yeah so that, all this to say yeah <laughs> the the episode's pretty straightforward about the vote and i totally nice yeah i appreciate it just kind of telling us like here's how things went down instead of withholding information to like make the vote shocking but i think with the way this was all set up you know with like how involved ellie was trying to be i feel like you know it would have been visible no matter what and we're just setting up to like you know how, what's the baka dynamic going to look is kind of like the question we're left with yeah for sure the the other thing to mention is just that there's a lot of information that goes around yeah really quickly i was surprised in, how in willing people were like to share stuff about advantages but i guess you know if it was going to come out anyways <laughs> you might as well share it and get some you know teamwork points for that yeah so the first thing we see i think is noel telling owen that uh she has a steal the vote because they went to yeah like the island that's, together that's so it's like everyone kind of knows the deal oh the journey i think is what like carla called it or something everybody knows yeah. like what the deal is it's like you're either gonna lose your vote if you risked it 
or you're going to get something. And everyone who was there with other players, like, knows what happens with the other people, whether they risked or not. So it's like it's out in the open. Yeah. So, you know, things like that, establishing like, hey, you know, I, I got the advantage. Here's what it is. You know, thank you. We are cool here. I'm not going to try to, like, lie to you or anything. That's, like, good. You know, that's good social game. We also have uh, Owen just <laughs> kind of going over all of the, the whole list of stuff. I don't remember. Welcome to the idol catalog. <laughs> <laughs> right. I Some of the stuff I don't remember how he finds out because I don't remember how he, like, knows that Gabler has an idol or whatever. Uh, but, or no, he knows because he knows. Everybody at that tribe knows. <laughs> right. Yes, I forgot. <laughs> But, like, yeah, there's just a whole list of, of stuff. Um, and then there's also Noelle uh, unknowingly yeah, giving that up I thought was really Cody's funny. idol, which is so sad <laughs> because that sucks. <laughs> yeah. um, but just the, the, like, the, the, the consequence of it the twist being what it is right is it like once you start talking about it it's like super obvious i thought i thought it would have been really interesting if someone who didn't know told someone else who didn't know because then they would have been like wait someone did the exact same thing (laughs) but instead it's like oh that's so funny yeah Yeah. instead everyone else except for noel was just like oh (laughs) we know what that means it's just like oh that that sucks but it's also you know just part of the part of the thing you just have to accept it for what it is and that's also part of the like reason why if you can trust them telling them in this situation is better because if you don't then it can slip very easily so when people always talk about like oh why would you get, why would you tell anyone about your thing it's like well it's it, in this particular circumstance you probably should because especially at this point like we said vessi seems pretty tight um it would be you know maybe beneficial to tell noel but at this point whatever yeah information is power right yep. oh would you say that knowledge is also power from no. time to time no i would never say that i would, I would never say such a scandalous okay okay, okay. Mm, interesting yeah so ultimately Kind of a kind of a straightforward episode. They yeah. they go in, they vote, they come out. No real no one real challenge in the middle. Uh, oh yeah, I want to give a shout out to the little tiny version of the big blocky staircase compared to in the past when they were like giant blocks. They had to like use four people to <laughs> lift and move around. Right now it's just like tiny little mm-hmm. cute. that one person can carry. Yeah. No big deal. It's nice that we're getting like a decent number of new challenges this season because i feel like we've been seeing the same challenges so long in survivor mm-hmm. i've been pretty happy with the variety that we've seen they, they they follow the same formula of like physical challenge teamwork slash physical challenge and then puzzle but the way that it's done is actually has actually been pretty entertaining especially with the with the challenge this episode with the giant ramp that yeah, they have yeah, to yeah. go up i'm like but that's like, that's fun yeah no i'm saying like I'm, I'm enjoying the season's challenges but i feel like the last five or so seasons it's just been rerun challenge after rerun challenge and we're yeah finally, we're finally getting something new 
for sure for more, sure more creative stuff i hope we get something cool for the the final immunity challenge because that's usually balls. usually just where they run the same challenge over and over so i'm balls 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 all right so yeah. um should we just quickly kind of go through <laughs> the points breakdown for this episode? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, nothing, tune lost. <laughs> yeah, nothing too complicated. It's pretty funny because even though the tribes didn't really exist in this challenge anymore, it still ended up, you know, even with Noel there, where <laughs> Fred and Soaring both had the same amount of people from the winning team, and I had a bunch of people from the other the other team that didn't win so i barely got any points and they got the same amount of points in the end uh i got two vote and save points though so i got nine points Soin got 13 and then fred got two more at 15 because he did get a vote and safe and he just had an extra person around so i thought it was pretty yeah. pretty pretty bm from the show to uh <laughs> just kind of rub it in my face one last time here but i guess hey i have to i had to time. eke out i had to eke out yeah. the every <laughs> inch of lead that i possibly could before before it all gets ripped away from me no that that, that, that tribe's not in this game there's no eka <laughs> oh <laughs> So okay, that was that was a good one. As it oh one one thing, oh yeah, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so as it stands now, uh, as we reach the end of our pre-merge, before our redraft, our original set of people, the point totals have me at one oh seven. Thankfully, I just managed to cross over. Soaring is at one two three, and then Fred is up at one forty. I'm at a very good number. So right now is a, a 33 point gap between uh me and Fred. Yeah, and Soaring's like almost right smack dab in the middle. Yeah. So, you know, depending on how these redraft teams go, depending on how many people we have in the finale, still totally up for grabs for anyone. Definitely a surmountable like, lead, Fred can, but also yeah, Fred like can continue also to Also a pretty a pretty comfortable yeah one like you can me. continue to just like keep earning some good points and make it pretty far and like that might be all you need or if i just like have players who start you know finding a bunch of advantages and winning challenges like you know maybe that'll be enough but i definitely don't think anybody is out of it you know and soaring's in the middle soaring could just sneak up too and win it all well i think that might all just have to do with where this redraft takes us yeah so. Yeah, and all I wanted to say about the merge in general is that even with this vote, again, it it's I just feel this like tension rising, and it's really exciting because it never feels like it, it. None of these votes have felt like we've lost anything huge. Yeah, and it also has only made the the situation in the tribes more interesting it's exciting it feels like we're building up to like a war and we're just having these tiny yeah. little like preliminary battles to like get us all settled in and at some point like it's just gonna break out yeah that's the thing it, it like even just look and it's just looking at the the cast that's still going or that's still here i'm just like this this is very solid like there's lots of interesting dynamics lots of interesting characters I, I'm just very 
I, I continue to be excited about this merge. I'm just glad we're freeing most of the interesting characters from your team. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> so, uh, rules for the redraft. We have it ordered uh, based on points, where the earner of the most points gets first seed, then second is second seed, and third is third seed. Then we're snaking it back. Um, we each will get to lock in one player from our our teams that we've had so far. And then we will go for it in the draft order. We have no chance or anything, so there's no like order changing shenanigans. We'll just go straight through it. And by the end, we'll have a new set of four people. So Soaring will be getting one back. I'll be staying the same. Fred is losing one. So we each get to lock in uh, somebody. The way the draft is set up, I don't think there's any weird, silly, like, metagame stuff you can do based on the order of lock-ins. So we don't need to do it, you know, blind confirmation style or anything. <laughs> so, uh, Fred, who are you locking in from your original team? This one... The this easy. one is easy, but also very hard because all my my tribe is just simply goaded so i just have all of these great choices right mm-hmm. but it's very simple it's gotta be carla yep Easy. every single every single day of the damn week how did i screw up that first draft so bad for real you threw. It's kind of insane how cracked I drafted. <laughs> oh, it's just so disappointing because I had I had Carl at the top of my like draft. Yeah, draft. you would have been set up real pretty. Yep. Well, next time. <laughs> yep. Should have trusted my gut. I should have trusted my gut. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just draft the people that I want to draft. It's very simple, <laughs> and when it hits. Oh, it's insane. It goes off. It goes insanely hard. Yeah, Kyle's a good pick. I almost feel like it's not even worth explaining because she's just really <laughs> doing pretty well for herself in the game right now. She's in a very good spot. Yeah. And very the only thing I guess I would be concerned about is if people catch on and they just start going for her. But she also has an idol, so who knows? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, soaring. Who do you want to lock in? I'm going to lock in Noel. Well. Yep. Also very, very yeah, easy. Easy. The rest of my tribe is on fire. <laughs> the rest of your tribe is two people. Yeah. Between <laughs> so, Ryan, yeah. Dwight, and Noel, I definitely think Noel is probably just the it's, safest it's, choice there. Yeah. It's just not a contest. Yeah. It, no contest. And if, you know, if Dwight shows up on your team again, no then, L. <laughs> then, you know, Dwight's probably not the worst person to have. Uh, as for me... I've kind of flipped between, like, James and Sammy a little bit because I have them both. Um, James is, like, in a good spot because he, you know, is tight with Carla. But um, I just feel like it's been more fun to watch Sammy, so I'll probably just lock him in. And I think it'd be a more interesting story if he somehow wins the game. This is this was gonna be my yeah. guess for your lock. Yeah. Yep. It's like I could have picked. I think, James, I think but we I all knew how to. this was going. <laughs> Pretty much. So yeah, we each have picked maybe the objectively best people from each of our team. 
who knows how that'll pay off later on, but uh, at least from where we're standing, this looks pretty silly, pretty solid. I didn't really say I mean, yeah. it was Layadi. So interesting. We got our lock-ins. These are the uh, bountiful harvests we've taken from our original draft. <laughs> but, uh, Fred, who is your second person you would like to lock in, essentially? Yeah, so now... <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that yeah, but yeah, now the whole the whole squad is available. Uh, I don't think it matters for me here, but it is a lot of it is a lot to consider. But I think, I think, I think I'm pretty sure. I'm pr- I'm pretty. Uh, it's so yeah. pretty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna pick Cody here. Okay, Hassan Munter. <laughs> yeah, I think that he's just in a very good spot. I don't think anyone on Vessi wants to turn on him. I don't think he's going to do anything crazy and try to like flip and do all this nonsense. He has an idol. Unfortunately, it's been given up in terms of uh, knowledge. But I think that that also kind of puts him in a good spot because he's harder to target. And I think the maneuvering that would need to be done to bait him into not playing it would be way too difficult with how the sort of like connections are shaking out, especially with like Jesse telling Ryan about the 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 Coco votes that they were going to get that I think, you know, Ryan sort of feel will feel like maybe he kind of owes him one. So, you know, if it's Cody's name coming from Baca, for instance, then maybe he tells Jesse, maybe, you know, whatever. Maybe that ends up being like the play and they bait it out or whatever. But um I, I think Cody's just in a good spot. He's playing well. He's fun to watch. And I don't see him going out soon yeah no i think he's playing well he can probably win challenges if he needs to he has the idol in his pocket no one's probably going to want to like start targeting him immediately especially now that ellie's gone oh he's he's in a good spot he's who i would have picked in this position i think Lauren. all right my next pick is going jesse lopez yeah if he's there you might as well scoop him up (laughs) yep it was between these two for my and first I w- pick. And I was always going to pick the other one. <laughs> yeah, That's, yeah I, exactly. I think these first two picks were probably always going to happen. Maybe not necessarily yeah. in this order, but something like this. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to just how good I am at drafting. Yeah, for real. Je- Jesse's just been navigating the game pretty well. Uh, yeah, the only thing... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Not really pissed anyone off, and he seems to have a good handle on... The dynamics around camp and how to talk to people, you know, no matter what state they're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only thing that um made me pick Cody over Jesse is just that I think Cody has a bit more bite to him in terms of how he's playing. I think he'll be doing a bit more, which yeah, maybe yeah. that's what, you know, makes Jesse a better pick because Jesse can get further by playing lower key but i think cody will be more fun to watch so i picked him (laughs) yeah i definitely agree with that and also i i an idol in the pocket's always nice 
I think Cody could play more aggressively, but I don't think Jesse is necessarily going to, you know, lose out because he's playing a little less aggressively. For sure, for sure. All right, and now... Time for the Toon. double pick! Toon gets two picks in a row, and I'm very interested to see how this goes because the rest of the cast, I think there are still some solid picks but they're we, we've taken all, all the goats we've taken the goats <laughs> we picked the like the top of the top and now it's pretty close and up to interpretation and two back-to-back picks really lets you yeah the other side is wild. that these are like my only picks because these the are way the snake works out picks. i'm most likely left with gabler again so uh <laughs> you know it's a matter of just like setting up who I want here and running with it. I think there are four people that I realistically am considering, but really I don't think there's anything wrong you can do here except for Gabler and Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Really just spell it out, huh? Yeah. So everyone I think has a pretty fair amount of, of stock and no one is just totally like dead in the water. Uh, I think it really just comes down to like, who do I want to root for? Yep. Looking forward. So I'll just yeah. stick to that. Um, so the first person I'm going to draft of my set of two here is going to be James, just because I feel like he is going to be in a pretty like good spot being tightly aligned with Carla. He has mm-hmm. been, you know, mostly, you know, like leading the votes over on Coco, um, though, like Carla definitely seems to be the bigger mastermind there. I don't know if I see, you know, James winning, but I think we can probably agree that the winner might already have been drafted so far of these people we've picked. Um, <laughs> so I think James is someone who won't like self-destruct his own game. He'll have to be outplayed for him for, for sure. him to go home. So I I feel pretty okay with picking him here. I think he's a super safe pick. Uh, And then the other pick I make here is between Janine and Cassidy. Um, And that's, that's, I think, where my choice is going to be as well. Yeah, so where it shakes out here is like, Janine has an idol. I'm taking whichever one you don't. (laughs) Yeah, Janine has an idol. God, you're dead to me. But like, (laughs) less connections. Cassidy has like some more connections, but also like I just feel like no one might be really willing to just like set down and work with her. I think between the these two people, one of them might be the final three loser. <laughs> I just have to call my shot on who I think it is. And I almost think it's Janine. I think it's more likely that Janine makes it farther and just sits there at the end of the game but i think it's gonna be more fun to root for cassidy (laughs) (laughs) do you not agree (laughs) i mean sure (laughs) i'm waiting you see i've told you i've told you i agree with both your picks but i'm not going to influence your decision in any way here (laughs) i think he's doing the same he's being very quiet but the thing is, no comment. But you don't even. The, you don't the, get the, either the of thing these is, people. Fred gets neither of them. <laughs> uh, well, I guess we can look forward to who Fred gets. Fred gets what? Dwight and Owen. 
Those are definitely yeah, probably. <laughs> pretty strong people to pick up. I hate you. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying anything because I don't want you to take the better pick that I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's I, I think there's the better pick that I know objectively in my head and then the pick that I yeah. want. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay. I'm going to pick Janine because she has an idol and I think... If Sammy wins the game, then she has the better chance of sitting there at the end, and that's the narrative I'm trying to craft for myself. Okay, so you went with the uh, objectively better choice, but not the choice you wanted to make. Yeah, I would have picked yeah. Cassidy every single time here. Well, yeah, and it's not close. Yeah, but but would you concede that Janine is probably the objectively better choice? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. But all right, give me Cassidy. Of course. <laughs> You're dead to me. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, you, Man, you said it all. How crazy is that? It, that my entire team, my entire original <laughs> draft has been drafted. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, you said it all. Janine's got the idol, and I think she's probably a better under the radar pick. Yeah, I I, 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 I love Cassie. Cassie as a character. She's super fun to watch. Yeah. I just feel like she's more likely to just get like voted out sometime randomly and i think janine's more likely for people to kind of just like leave alone Uh, well i i know exactly i know exactly how janine's going like her trajectory the rest of the season janine is going to be instructed on how to use her idol uh and then be dragged to like the final three i used an idol guys and yeah and who told you to do that i did (laughs) so yeah we'll see what happens but i hope she sticks around a long time I do too. I I want her to be in the show forever. Uh, All right, you have four people to choose All between. Right. Really, I mean, I uh, would have been I would have been so happy getting either Janine or Cassidy. Yep. But God, just have to watch from the sidelines. But really, I, I, I think, think I know what the best choice. I think the people you've are. been left with here really aren't that bad. Like, you get two yeah. picks, and I wouldn't classify them as dead in the water at all. Yeah, I just picked Dwight and Noah in here. Yeah. It's, I yeah. Think... it's kind of just no other. <laughs> Dwight, Dwight. so here's here's my thinking. Dwight is 100% because I think Vessi's in a really good spot compared to, um, compared to Baka. Uh, however, I would have considered swapping owen and ryan Mm -hmm. because i think even though ryan's on the bottom of coco i feel like he has the chance to not be the target for a while because coco wants to keep up the numbers and has the chance to be the flipper yeah when it comes down to it because you know now like i said jesse sort of did him a solid Maybe there's a connection there. Maybe uh, Ryan ends up with the Vessi squad as a number. And that gets him much further than we would think, right? Whereas, like, Owen is, I think, a much better player. But hasn't really established himself in any way. He's, like, doing pretty well. Like, going strange to the merge, Baka, like, wasn't the group that he was going to be doing the best with. But, uh, you know, I, th- I think he definitely has, like, the opportunity to stick around for a little bit. Both of them do. 
and that's at this point in yeah. the draft is like all all we want. Yeah, it's very close, and again, really, it just came down to I think Owen is more fun to watch than Ryan. Whereas, like, because Owen, this episode, his sort of highlight is him just going over every single advantage that he knows about, which a good sign because he knows about a lot of the advantages, which is you know very good info to have here Mm -hmm. and ryan's highlight is awkwardly going look at us it's we're final seven at the at the reward feast and everyone just kind of like awkwardly sipping their drink like yeah buddy (laughs) you know jesse pinkman awkwardly (laughs) and so i i just don't think ryan has the same yeah i mean especially compared to like gabler who at the same feast you know throws a name out and then they go home at the end of the episode so <laughs> i honestly also true so he's, he's like, the real maybe, mastermind here maybe <laughs> gabler's, gabler's running just, the show maybe gabler's just that guy maybe maybe he just ends up being that guy he's just nice. like i'm a heart surgeon he throws out a name because he wants to throw out a name like he declared and people think it's and funny, then, and then they, like, forget about it, kind of, but it's still there in the back of their head. Right. Like, maybe that's him planting the seed, and maybe because it's so ridiculous that it's almost like... It, it's like when that guy in, what, season one voted alphabetically, right. and then they <laughs> they ended up... That ended up backfiring, right? Maybe it's like that, where Gabriel just, like, throws out a name... And he doesn't like mastermind any of it, but the people playing around him go. Oh, there's already if he's one. Just vote gonna, there. <laughs> yeah, if he's just gonna vote for this person, then maybe we just do it. And maybe because Gabler's so out in the open about it, we can treat it like a joke to the person that we're voting, and they'll never see it coming because it's just so ridiculous. Why would anyone listen to Gabler? Like, he's not in our alliance. Why would we vote with him? He's a crazy man. Mm -hmm. You know, like, maybe, maybe, I see it. I kind of regret my choices now. (laughs) Maybe Gabler was actually the pick. Anyway, Soren, would you like to pick Gabler? (sighs) I don't like this choice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you this. Whoever you don't pick, I'll pick of these two. Yeah, he'll get you back. We're back in the the same car. Mm, You know, actually, I'm I'm going to pick both. (gasps) <gasps> he can, Unprecedented. He can do that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use my I advantage. Didn't think about that. Oh, I should. Oh, only I thought about that. It like... <laughs> I picked all sixteen no! people at the start. Oh, it lets God. me draft two people in a row. Wait, did you give him your bead tune? <laughs> I gave him my bead. I've been going. That's why I've been traveling, right? I've been traveling across the country to collect flame pogs from uh, all <laughs> from <the> everyone, <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go with Gabe. No, let's go. <laughs> I was really hoping he would fall into my lap. <laughs> <laughs> I think Gabe was the vibe. Honestly, yeah. I think like Gabe has a better Gabler's chance of worst... sticking around. Just no yeah. one. Knows yeah, me. I think Gabler is the worst pick, but I think he's so chaotic that it loops around from being the worst pick to being someone that people can't get rid of yeah. hey, for now. one reason or another. Gabler is number two in unit totals. Yeah. Also that. That's the other <laughs> thing to think about. It's like we, we're all, you know, the the redraft is definitely intended at being a 
pick the final three kind of kind of uh draft as opposed to the initial one which can be more pre-merge point Mm -hmm. challenge oriented if you want to go that way Uh, but points are still very relevant if gamer just happens to be the advantage guy from this point then it doesn't really matter how far he goes if he just you know front loads all his points and then dips yeah yeah i think i think gayler like doesn't win the game but he could easily be at that final tribal if people want to bring him if he doesn't if he doesn't like like... play himself out of the game basically (laughs) he's the he's the chaotic villain character where people are going to be like nobody trusts gabler so he has no voting power and right that's that's what i'm thinking (laughs) and he's just over there doing nonsense and we'll drag him to the end and nobody's going to vote for him yeah Yeah, and then meanwhile ryan is like enough to be like just voted out for being you know a perceived physical threat he's like made actively bad connections with some people and other people just don't really care so yeah i think ryan is more likely to just be like voted out because he's just kind of like outplayed quickly and he's like an easy vote everyone can agree on for sure so there's our new teams i think they're i hate it i I think they're pretty interesting i think they're decent i think they're really balanced actually i hate it Um, (laughs) so it means we have fred with carla cody dwight and owen then Soaring has Noel, Jesse, Cassidy, and Mike. Then I have... S- A.K.A. Gl- Gabler. Oh, yeah. I was just reading the first names. <laughs> uh, who, who the hell is Mike? Then, uh, <laughs> uh, ha- my name is Michael. <laughs> uh, and then I have Sammy, James, Janine, <laughs> and Ryan. You can't see it, but uh, Tune removed mike from gabler's <laughs> name so now he is just he is just gabler on our sheet mike gabler gabler as it were okay yeah so we got new teams they'll start earning points for us soon somebody's gonna go home next week and that'll be the first knock on these perfect looking redraft tribes anybody want to trade <laughs> That's what I was saying. <laughs> all, all, all right, Fred, what will you give me for Cassidy? Dude. The, the true power of having Cassidy on on Dude. your team is you can trade Fred for anybody. All right, who do you want? <laughs> hmm, do I want Carla? No shot. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to see how we go next episode before I make any offers. Next episode, Cassidy. God. <laughs> Dude, I hope imagine? so. Honestly, honestly just out of pure spite, I hope so. <laughs> I would I would gladly take the L on that. You know, take the like I would have been happy having Cassidy and her getting voted out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm fully aware. I'm fully aware you would be happy for that. But I don't get to so now she has to be voted out, so you suffer. This this is the secret power of having Cassidy on your team. <laughs> I didn't even think that I would be this attached to her, but now that I don't have her, I hate <laughs> it. I'm so unhappy because of it. <laughs> And a lot, I was fully aware of this when I when I picked her as well. I'm like, oh yes, that, that'll be an asset. I might actually make a trade this season. Oh, it makes me so this makes you so angry. Well, we'll see. I do love the I love the merge color though. I gotta say, the teal is very nice. Yeah, it's pretty. Cool buffs. All right. Well, we'll have to see how this all plays out next episode. Hopefully, 
interesting in some way. Everyone will be vulnerable. Everyone will be voting. Lots of idols in play. Steal vote. Bunch of stuff. So, yeah. fun redraft. That wraps it all up for us here this week. If you want to go check out any of our other episodes, uh, if you want to go through this season, you want to check out the draft we did earlier, or any other season, anything like that, it's all over at rngshow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. It's all there. Thanks to Zoe for editing the episode. Thanks to Flying for working on the spreadsheet, workshopping the rules together. Um, spreadsheet you can visit over at rngshow.com slash 43 or click the link in the show notes. You can check out our new redrafted tribes, the order. You can even just look at the order of our original draft if you want to see um, you know, soaring picking Justine first or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, we also have the unit totals tab at the bottom, which shows how many points each individual person has earned. Super interesting to look at. Thanks to Subtact for the use of our theme song, Step Up. Super groovy. And we'll be back here soon, next week. Talk about more Survivor, break down the episode, talk about our players, how well our, our redrafted teams were uh, as we see them in the new light of the post-merge. So, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye.